0: Everybody, and welcome to our first comic special of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Alberton, and who's with me tonight? Just me, Stefan, JD. Hey, we're bringing you guys a, a special episode this week with just us two, and we're gonna be talking about the. Actually, Stephanie, you want to introduce what we're gonna be talking about this week, since this was your pick?
1: <laughs> uh, it's like five trades, but basically, <laughs> we're gonna be talking about the death of Superman, which was a 1992 comic book. Which is also like a something that.
0: It's something that's very famous, even for somebody, if you're not a comic book reader. Like, I, back, well, even nowadays, I'm not really a big comic book reader. I mm. have stayed away from most of them. This is one that I knew of, but by the, I didn't know about 92. By the time I found out about it, he was well already alive and everything was back to normal. But, right. <laughs> um, it's one of the ones that just stands out to me. The funny part about it is when we first talked about doing this, you're like, okay, read The Death of Superman. I had actually found the Superman Doomsday trade first. And I read that one first, which is the last one of this series, essentially. Essentially, yeah. I mean, because the way that this kind of is broken up into is you have the death of Superman, uh, funeral for a friend, which are going to be spoilers for all these all these trades. Uh, funeral for a friend. Then you have Reign of Superman. Then you have Superman Returns. I think it's a little bit later before then they bring in the Superman Doomsday
1: book, which is the last one of this mm-hmm. series. Generally. Bringing back all the main characters for Death of Superman and Return of Superman.
0: (laughs) Kind of. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) So why don't you give us like the basic for Death of Superman?
1: Kind of the history behind all of this is very, very dumb. And I know a lot of people in the comic book industry actually didn't uh, like that they were killing Superman. And uh, some of the creators who worked on Death of Superman were getting like death threats and shit because people really care, care for the character. So at the time, around that time, John Byrne was writing all of the Superman comics that were coming out. And uh, he did. I think he did it for uh, a year and a half or something. And uh, as soon as John Byrne bought, quit writing Superman, a new team came in, and they had to basically go on a retreat and decide what they were going to write for the history going forward. And all the stories and everything. So they basically had... It took five people to replace John Byrne, I think. I think it was five people. Which is <laughs> a, lot, a of lot. Yeah, yeah. And um, at this time, they had come up with an idea that they wanted Lois and Clark to finally... Clark to reveal that <laughs> he's Superman. And then for them to get married. But they couldn't do that because... Uh, Lewis and Clark, the show had come out, and I think I think that was also owned by WB. I didn't look that part up.
0: Um, that I can't remember. I mean, like I also to me it felt like it was just that extra little nail in the coffin to make you feel more upset for what's happening to Superman and more upset for the other the characters involved by having him just get engaged right before this all happens. Because as you're reading Death of Superman when it starts off she's talking about how they're engaged and how all that is going on. And mm-hmm. it's just more to kind of stab you right in the gut with what's happening.
1: Right. And so in the comic book, they, the writing team that replaced John Byrne, they had wanted to finally get them married. And of course, you know, uh, characters who've been together or haven't been together for a long time in comics, getting them married is always a big deal. And, uh, <laughs> the people who were working on Lewis and Clark, they said, no, you can't do that until we decide we want to put it in the show. Otherwise, it won't line up correctly. So the writing team essentially had to scrap all their ideas. (laughs) I didn't know this. Yeah, and just because of the damn TV show. And they they were trying to come up with new ideas, and Jerry Ordway kept joking like, yeah, well, why don't we just kill him? How do we just kill Superman? Like uh, we can't come up with anything good. Let's just kill his ass. And uh they wrote oh. on their chalkboard um the word doomsday as a joke. Like Superman's Doomsday is coming. So that was essentially how the name got there. That's,
0: I okay, that I didn't know. I I did know that when they made Doomsday, one of the reasons why they invented him is because oh. they wanted a character who could beat Superman on his own terms and be up to the same strength where most of Superman villains, if I understand correctly, are like smarter than him or have magic, have magical powers, something besides just brute strength.
1: Right. Just Superman's find... Achilles heel is magic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't read comics that much. Like this was the first time I've read in well over a year for this show. I read a lot for this damn episode. God, I read too much, right? But... Oh, yeah.
1: I should say his Achilles heel is magic but like the thing that could actually take him out is obviously kryptonite. I don't want anyone to think that I <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> well, one of the first things that I that
0: I did I do really like about about reading the Superman Doomsday or this Death of Superman comic when you when you first start off you start seeing how they introduce Doomsday. It's just a it's just a fist punching a wall. I to me that was kind of very you just see this, this fist. Nothing else more. You don't know have any idea what's coming. You just see a hand punching the wall and in each panel as you keep going down you just see more and more of the glove that he's all tied up in which you don't find out why he's tied up for and not even in this book for this trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we were talking about earlier before the show, the one the first scenes you see him is he, he bursts out of the ground well doomsday, bursts out of the ground and you see a little bird fly up to
1: him. <laughs> yes, a beautiful yellow little bird. And he just
0: <laughs> he just squeezes it, and the the word that they have on here that they do for the sound effect is blurk, B-L-O-R-C-H, blork, b l o r c h blorks, or something like that. I'm just looking at it it's like what the hell? It's oh. just all
1: its intestines just going blurt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's just such a strange strange intro to a character. I mean, for me, comics have always been something that I've felt that are hard to get into because it it feels like such a daunting task. And Superman Doomsday also kind of or death superman this whole thing kind of shows it too is because each issue isn't all just in one run like okay i just bought I bought superman 33 so i'll buy superman 34 and that's one thing cool. is to turn me off the comics you need to buy this comic is also as part of the story and this comic has part of the story and this comic has part of the story
1: right like essentially a good example would be this because of the five different superman comics each part of doomsday's story would be in one of those other comics that like so if you were subscribed to just Superman, then you wouldn't have the rest of the story in one of the other comics. Uh I forget the name of the other ones, but yeah, Man essentially Steel. that Man That's of Steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after Doomsday <laughs> destroys the blo- the bird, uh he <laughs> comes across a deer and then just freaking kills that as well. Like the dude is on a rampage from page one. It, it, right. It, it...
0: It's, yeah, and it isn't even Superman who fights him first. Cause Superman's off in the underground doing whatever the hell with these characters I did not recognize or anything because I don't read comics. And the yeah. Justice League ends up fighting Doomsday early on this, which I thought was so hilarious, is when I think of the Justice League, I'm thinking Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, well, like Hal Jordan or Jon Stewart. More fam- you know, more of the characters you would see. And you get, to me, I consider the... I didn't even think it was the Justice League at first. I thought it was like... Justice Society or some other group but it's the Justice League it's Booster Gold Blue Beetle which the two that I did know Mm -hmm. uh Fire and Ice which I never heard of before I think and then Guy Gardner but he's no longer a Green Lantern because he got fired (laughs) which I was like what the hell and I think he's got his bowl cut (laughs) oh god his hair even the 90s it was it's terrible I mean look up if you look up uh Guy Gardner doomsday or something of that and haircut you'll just see this just terrible freaking haircut he has I don't mm-hmm. understand I mean I, that wasn't cool in the 90s it's still it. not cool <laughs> and I did it not even reminds know
1: me, fire reminds
0: and me dumb and dumber but yeah <laughs> God, Fire and ice. <laughs> I never heard of Fire and ice before until I was reading this comic and I'm, I I kind of try to stay like I watch the cartoons I watch Justice League, Justice League Unlimited I try mm-hmm. to in, absorb it in other ways other than comics I have never heard of Fire and ice before
1: I believe they were in Justice League Unlimited. Oh,
0: I just don't remember that.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, I think I think Flash tries to hit on fire. I think. I,
0: I can believe that. And there's somebody else too, but I can't remember her name. I think there's someone else in this group. Oh, Bloodwine, is that his
1: name or Yeah, something like that. The uh African American dude.
0: Yeah, but like again, this is the the ju- the reject Justice League essentially that's fighting Doomsday. <laughs>
1: which I <laughs> it's thought like was Justice funny. Justice League International. Yeah. Yeah. But and that's what I thought it was
0: at first. I thought it was a different team, but it's the real team. It was in the Justice League book at this time. Right. It's, it's just hilarious to me. And then the other part that makes everything also even funnier is that Doomsday kicks all their asses with one arm tied behind his back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like they knew exactly what they were doing when they did that. <laughs> uh, like they were just they're just trying to show off how powerful he is. And I just thought it was hilarious
0: that. He's just got one arm. He's just beaten the whole fucking team up with one arm behind his back, and he's still got his mask on. He's still all, like, goggles and everything. And he's just
1: kicking the shit out of them. Hell yeah. And uh, we should also mention that for people who do go back and read the comic, uh, they might notice something they haven't noticed before, and that's with each issue that came out, the number of panels on each page would start to shrink, As if to say the action was building up and getting bigger. So I think the first issue, it had like four panels a page. And then issue two, it goes to three. Then so on and so on. So the last issue, it's just all splash one-page panels of them just duking it out. I didn't didn't notice that. Yeah, it's a weird little thing that like even... Because my history with Superman or Death of Superman is uh when this came out my dad would because I wasn't like the greatest reader at that time I was like five years old but (laughs) my dad would basically buy the graphic novel or issues of comic books and I would sit next to his bed and he would read them to me and that was kind of actually how I got into comics and Death of Superman was one of those first comic books that he read to me that really grabbed me because I mean, just seeing Superman getting his ass kicked, thats that scared me. <laughs> well, even in the—I mean,
0: especially you looking at in the 90s, I'm assuming, you, know, you have a character that's been around since the 40s. So it's—even mm-hmm. if you're someone that doesn't follow comics, you never read a comic, you know who Superman is. Even in the 90s, you would know who Superman is. It's just yeah. one of those characters. Same as Batman, same as Captain America. I, at least I feel Captain America— spider-man those are characters that you just know no matter what i mean now you have all the movies and everything and you have all the the media surrounding you but back then in the 90s you were just starting to get it it wasn't everywhere yet right we would but take yeah, what we got <laughs> i love what we got now don't oh, get yeah. me wrong
1: <laughs> thank god it
0: blew up in the right ways <laughs> oh and the other character of the justice league besides Bloodwine was with maxima it's another character i never heard of before either that's also fighting doomsday
1: yeah, I think I think her history with Superman is they were supposed to get married or something, but they're they're like love interests.
0: Something like that. I mean, I know Ooh. there's a panel where someone someone talks about him sleeping with. I think I think it was her or one of the characters and he ignores him or something. There's something stupid like there's like a one second panel of. Oh, but, really? Yeah, something dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, back one second. Do-fe. What am I saying? One <laughs> second panel. One panel. Oh, my God. Oh, uh. <laughs> panel. Well, it probably took one second to read it, but yeah. I did. <laughs> um, but basically, what happens in Death of Superman is Doomsday literally is like a plague. Like, nothing can stop him. He wants to destroy everything. That's his mission. Um, something that's revealed later is that he can sense that Superman is a Kryptonian. That's why he chooses to fight him the yes. most out of... Anyone? They don't mention that till the very, very end of all these trades. By the way, correct. And uh, it. Well, we'll get into the history of Doomsday, but he basically consents that Superman's a Kryptonian, and that's why they end up duking it out to the death all the way up until they Doomsday reaches Metropolis. Yeah, and the
0: the funny thing is, like, I I think it's humorous of why he ends up going to Metropolis. It's because he sees an ad on a TV for wrestling, a wrestling event in Metropolis. And that's what draws him to go all the way there. (laughs) So, I mean, it's just a 90s thing. I'm like, that's what, and then that's really what makes Superman get so, I mean, they're trying to stop him. He's just, he's running across the countryside. He's just taking out everybody and everything. And Mm -hmm. then he sees a, he sees a TV event and then he's like, oh, I'm going to go to Metropolis. And I'm just like, what? really okay
1: (laughs) oh we should also mention he does run into booster gold of all people on the way there well he fights
0: booster gold as the justice league and kicks his ass
1: yeah and booster gold literally would have got his head knocked off had he not activated his shields right at the last second but he still he still gets his ass kicked Uh,
0: yeah it's 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 actually pretty humorous though
1: it is I like Booster Gold when he gets his ass kicked. <laughs> I,
0: I like I like Booster Gold a lot, too.
1: Uh, cool. I mean, it's,
0: it's just... Uh, and then it goes on for about, well, I think, five or six issues. Maybe like four or five issues you have of, of the whole upkeep of Superman and Doomsday fighting each other. And, mm-hmm. you know, them getting ready to what... I mean, it gets to a point where they're just sitting there duking out in Metropolis, and the other people are shooting at, at Doomsday and things. But it's just really just Superman and Doomsday just exchanging punches.
1: Yeah, it's and, almost like uh, two weary boxed boxers in the last round or something. Yeah,
0: I mean, and, and yeah. you
1: are right. I mean, like, it really does go down to
0: one panel on each page to you know, mm-hmm. to get through to the action of them just fighting each other. And you it's know? it's it's brutal. It's, yeah, it is. It's epic, too. Like, it is a real epic looking story. I mean, I I knew of Doomsday from when I was a kid because they had, I mean, this is years later, or this had to be, like, I'm assuming, 96, 97 at the time, maybe mm-hmm. earlier. All I know is that the Superman Doomsday trade had already, or at least the comics had already run their course, because I bought a figure set that came with a comic book that I never cared about, with Superman and Doomsday fighting each other, but he's wearing the suit that he wears in the Superman Doomsday trade way later after. When he had the, the mullet and everything. Oh, yeah, the black suit. Uh, no, not the black suit, the mother box suit. Oh, okay, yeah <laughs> he gets this <a, laughs> he gets a mother box, which if you have seen the justice League or the Justice League movies, you'll kind of have an idea of what I'm talking about and it gives him a, a brand new suit that he uses to fight Doomsday, which is interesting. but I really loved this figure. I still have it somewhere I, I don't know where, but I know I still have it in my parents' house and i I just and that was really like for me, that was really my first experience of Doomsday and knowing like I had no idea what this comic was. I just knew this figure is really cool looking. I know who Superman is.
1: Yeah, I I do think the actual character of Doomsday does have a nice little... I mean, his whole concept and his makeup and everything is really a great contrast to Superman because he's just a dull gray, and Superman's colorful,
0: you know? Yeah, I mean, he's just this... And he's all bones and skeletons and everything, like, popping out of him. You have spikes everywhere. And, I mean, as a kid, I thought he was the coolest-looking villain ever. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) I still think he's cool.
1: Oh my. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, we should say uh, after the whole battle with uh, Doomsday and Superman, they basically trade one one last awesome blow that shakes like Metropolis to where it's like breaking up on the concrete, glass shattering everywhere. And Lois, of course, comes over and Clark says goodbye to her and he passes away. And then that would end what people thought was going to be the actual death of Superman. Like DC had to like stop production on superman comics they had to bring out the next part of it which was a uh, funeral funeral for a friend and which people awesome. were like really good yeah it's really good, and then people were literally like, "Wow, like he's really gone." They mean it because they're not coming sure. out with any more Superman comics. Sure, they did.
0: That's another. Mm-hmm. I've never like before this show, before we were getting ready to do the show, I never had read Funeral you know, for a friend. I didn't even know what it was. But when I was a kid, I went over to a, a friend of mine. How he was an older, he was an older guy that I, an older teenager that I knew, and I was like, you know, let's say seven or eight, and he was probably mm-hmm. thirteen or fourteen, and on his closet door. He had a poster of Superman being carried in the coffin and all like the hero, all the DC heroes walking with him. And I remember thinking that was so, so cool. So this must have been 90, probably 94, 95.
1: Yeah, I think that might have came with one of the issues or in the like centerfold or something. Or it might have just been sold at stores because it wasn't like it wasn't a big full poster. Right. It was like a little one
0: oh uh, this is a memory of <laughs> of an eight-year-old mike <laughs> and i'm now 31 so it's kind of hard to, to tell you that answer. hard to channel it back yeah i mean to me uh-huh. it looked like it was the full the full closet but i mean again we're, we're i'm trying to dig
1: into a, into my memory like hmm, what file is that in there <laughs> i, I just remember sure. it was so cool yeah yeah it is, it's definitely cool and they they went all out i actually feel bad for uh whoever had to draw that because one of the things that comic book artists will always complain about, or, well, I guess they're not complaining. They're just saying, like, it's tough to do a team book because you always have to fit so many people into one panel to show action or just, you know, have a battle that's, uh, you know, like you can tell what's going on. And (laughs) a lot of people complained about working on the X-Men, and I can only imagine that it must have been a hard task to do Everybody in DC for funeral for a friend.
0: Well, in the in the book itself, they they do a there aren't I mean, they only have so many characters. It's not like ridiculous because most people are on the cover of the trade and on that poster is where it has everybody. Mm. I think he, if I remember, I feel like even the Joker was on that particular poster that my friend had, but I could be remembering oh. wrong. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, about, I about... know it's heroes and villains. The whole idea is that everybody is mourning the death of Superman. Right. Uh, but again, it's been so many years. I remember so little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can't exactly say. But after that, it directly goes into, uh, as you are saying, funeral, funeral for a friend, which is them trying to deal with what just happened. And that's right. when you start realizing that, like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he ain't coming back, <laughs> at least not to later. And I mean, I really liked it it was entertaining oh one thing we hadn't mentioned yet is supergirl in quotations i can't do this on an audio podcast (laughs) is is there and she tries to fight with him and i'm like okay and you know i'm like this is kind of strange like why is supergirl sitting up next to lex luther and why is lex luther not bald why does he have long red flowing hair and she's calling him her lover i'm like what is going on here right and I'm still not completely sure. Hopefully, you can fix that during this episode. <laughs> but one thing, one of the things that just really made me go, "What the fuck?" was Doomsday punches Supergirl during their fight, and her whole face just goes blot like a big, like she just, like he just punched a thing of jelly. And then later on, you find out that the Supergirl's a shapeshifter. Right, and Matrix. Is what? I think. I think her name is Matrix. Oh, okay. This is not the, this is not the Kara Danvers I know.
1: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> okay, it's not. Uh, it's not Car, Car- or Carizard. Yeah, it's, it's something else. It's I don't. I mean, it's not even Supergirl.
0: It's something that transforms into look like Supergirl, and it's some other creature that is Lex Luthor's lover or Lex Luthor the lover.
1: Right. Which, I think she she came from a uh, parallel universe or something, and she was like the only survivor of the Phantom Zone or something, this Matrix chick, hmm. who becomes Supergirl. Yeah. I get But it. anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just really strange. And and it just, oh, and also, which also confused me, like when I saw Lex Luthor, I'm like, why does he have red hair? Why is he? And then you find, you don't find out till later that it's not really, it's, everyone thinks it's Lex Luthor's son. Mm-hmm. But it's not. <laughs> Spoiler so, alert it's lex yeah. Luthor's brain put into a younger body
1: <laughs> right it, it's very hard i just for anyone listening it's very hard to like try to think of a good way to condense this because there's so many small little things going on that like happened before this event that are still continuing in the event and in this event you'd be confused if it's all you read so you'd oh, be like why, yeah. is, why oh, yeah. is lex luther a ginger yeah
0: Well, he always had red hair, like, because I'm at least I'm thinking of Smallville. I know in Smallville, in one of the very few scenes of that TV show, when they show him as a kid, they show him with red hair before the meteor hits and takes away his hair. Mm -hmm. So there is that. And that was kind of what I was using my brain like, okay, that makes sense. But it's just it's very weird until you find out that, oh, it's just Lex Luthor. He just is in a different body because comics.
1: Right. Um... What what was your uh, because I'll I'll tell you mine. What was your favorite part of uh, Funeral for a Friend? (laughs) When the real Justice League shows up?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Aquaman, Flash, (laughs) Batman, Wonder Woman, Hawkman, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Hawkman wasn't the Justice League to me. They all start showing up and I'm like, where the hell were you guys like three issues ago? The Teen Titans show up. I mean, the old Flash from the 1940 comic shows up. I mean, Green <laughs> Arrow, everybody. I'm just like, really? You guys show up after he's dead? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you couldn't back him up when he was getting his ass handed to him? <laughs> yeah. I mean, funeral you know, for a friend is, is actually a, a really
0: good trait. It's very sad, I mean, because it talks about him dying, everyone, you know, saying how they feel. And I one thing I thought was funny is Lex Luthor is mad. Because he's not mm-hmm. mad that that Superman's dead. He's mad that he didn't do it. Like he right. even punches the coffin, if I remember correctly, and is like, and he's like, "You're supposed to be me that did it," which fixed like, <laughs> just fine. Of course, because he has that type of ego. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I mean, I did enjoy reading this. Like I was, I was glad that you picked it, just because it, it's it's one of those comics that I always knew about, but I I don't read comics, and this is what forced me to do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not I'm not addicted to
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, reading a world without Superman is a pretty interesting Comic to have, you know At I mean, your fingertips
0: it, it, And one thing with comics, is always, like I said before It's always turned me off, it's just Feeling like you're trying to get into a story That's been going on for so many years And you don't know where to go And that's what it's kind of stopped me, but if you're someone that's interested, you could easily still read this or just listen to what we're saying this, this episode and, and get a pretty good grasp of, of these of these stories. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh... oh, there is a panel that I want to mention with Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton <laughs> in the book. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I mean he was president at the time, and it just it, it I started cracking up just because I mean I know they always put president whoever's president a lot of times ends up in comics, but it just I
1: wasn't expecting it, so it made me laugh. Cause I could hear it. I I could hear it in his voice. I feel like Marvel does it more than DC, but yeah, I remember that too. That cracked me up (laughs) as well.
0: (laughs) I I was having, I was laughing. I was like, uh, Oh, even Shazam shows up in in here too later on. Like you think about all these people, they could have maybe, they could have done something about it, but nope.
1: Yeah. And you know, I mean, Superman is their heaviest hitter. So it's like, if he can't do it, who can? You know. Yeah, I mean that's the whole idea, I guess, is that you had, you had a villain that could
0: go toe to toe with him, that could fight him, that is one of the you know most fiercest things you ever creatures you ever had in the DC world, in comic mm-hmm. in general. Feel you know, like a Superman. I mean, comparing Marvel and DC, Superman is probably one of the most powerful characters, period, between both. Right.
1: Yeah, and maybe even overpowered. Some people would say, "Oh, he is overpowered, no question." Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: That's just what he is. I mean, that's why you have such a glaring weakness with Kryptonite, because you want to give a character who's so
1: powerful something that stops him. So they gave you Kryptonite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, my my favorite part of uh, Funeral for a Friend was when um. Oh, that that was the question. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and I remember watching an interview of uh one of the writers on the staff talking about it and they started like crying and everything because it meant so much to them but there's a part in it where Lois doesn't want to call oh, to his good. his Clark's parents because she doesn't want it to be true that he's dead and I don't know it's just like a little touching moment that I've always Loved
0: a lot. Also, Funeral for a Friend is longer <laughs> than Superman Returns. Or not not Superman Returns, but Superman, uh, Death of Superman.
1: Right. I think <laughs> Death <laughs> Superman we said was what four issues? Five? Something like that. I'm past that point to be able to look it up at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and and Funeral
0: for a Friend, at least introduce a character that I'm sure is art that's already been in DC Comics, but I was freaking cracking up. Anyone listening to this, you have access to the internet or remember later, look up Gangbuster DC Comics. Because I don't know if looking up Game Buster might get you somewhere you don't want to go. So, Oh, boy. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Did you look this up when I mentioned it? No, I, I did it? not. Okay. It? Look it up right now. We're talking. And the gangbuster is, is this random guy who is a hero of Metropolis who's crying because Superman is, has died. And crime is getting worse. And someone's got to do it. So he, he essentially is Daredevil. But he's not blind. And he looks like a complete, utter idiot. You looking out yet? <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's Daredevil. He <laughs> even has the freaking red numchucks like Daredevil. It's ridiculous. Oh, I, like, I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Really?" And I know Daredevil had to have been invented before him because Daredevil is a very is an early Marvel character.
1: The yeah,
0: 60- he just he looks like the Renacop of Daredevils. <laughs> <laughs> and even on his chest, he has a little a little like no smoking sign, but with a fist in the center.
1: And I'm just yeah. like, "This is terrible." This is just this is fucking terrible. And, when, and oh funeral- man, and he's in a he's a Spanish dude too that shares the same last name as me. Oh wow, <laughs>
0: so I can <I> start <laughs> calling you Gangbuster now and introduce you on the show. And right. Gangbuster, yeah, I mean, that won't sound weird at all. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm not going too much. <laughs> oh, and then, funeral for a friend does end with them finding the coffin and Superman's body is missing because right, it got stolen.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Essentially they buried him under this huge uh statue that's just Superman with a American Eagle on his outstretched arm and underneath and he's buried underneath inside of it. Yeah,
0: which I and Lex Luthor of all people is the one that built it too far.
1: Right. But he built it that's with true. a tunnel.
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Lex um, Luther. Yeah, but essentially, after Funeral for a Friend, um, because, like, Gangbuster, for instance, crime is rising, because everyone... <laughs> <I'm> sorry <for laughs> that me. terrible character. Because crime is rising, uh, people are now saying, well, we're going to try and take the place of Superman. And everyone wants to know who these other Supermen are that just showed up to the scene. And there's you have Cyborg Superman, Superboy... Who claims to be reincarnated Superman? Which is a clone, uh, of Superman. He's a clone uh, made by Lex Luthor, and you know, Superboy is made by Cadmus. Well, Cadmus, yeah, but it—I think they're—I think they run together in like doing this is what I think it is, or I might be thinking about the Superman, the Superman movie, but you're thinking not in the comics. Okay, Uh, and then there's also Steel, who is uh, John Henry Irons. Before you go any farther, I I
0: remembered this when I was a kid. In 1997, they made a Steel movie about this character with Shaq.
1: Yes, they did, and it was (laughs) awful.
0: (laughs) And I I wasn't sure. I'm like, was that the same character? So while while you were talking, I was Googling, and yes. Yes,
1: it was. Oh, man. Yeah, but yeah, so there's Shaq, (laughs) Superboy, (laughs) Cyborg Superman, and the last one is called the Eradicator, who also claims to be Superman, but he's not, and he wears well, in the book. Sunglasses. They call him the last Kryptonian. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go by. He is the
0: whatever you just said. I can't remember all of a sudden. Um, Eradicator. <laughs> yes, but they call him the last Kryptonian. And the funny thing, he's like, "I am Superman," and then he kills somebody like the first time you see him.
1: Right, because he doesn't have the same moral compass. It's essentially the idea
0: of what if someone with Superman's powers, but he wasn't raised by Martha and Jonathan Kent is the whole idea is that you took someone and you don't give them the humanity, you don't give them the ability to learn to 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 be human, essentially. And life doesn't mean anything because humans to him in this are just pests. They're just something to step on. If they break the law. They steal a car. Just kill them. Who cares? They're, they're pests.
1: Right. And the Eradicator, actually, this isn't the first time that a character has been called the Eradicator in a comic book. I think this is the third one. And essentially what he's doing, which which out of all the Superman that show up on the scene, the reason why he's my favorite is generally just because of his backstory and uh, what he's doing is he's posing as Superman because he took he's the one who took Superman's body and he put it in a regeneration matrix, which can restore a Kryptonian's body one time. So he's using it and uh, the eradicator uses some of Superman's powers while he's recuperating to pose as him and uh, eradicators on Krypton would um, actually change the DNA of Kryptonians to keep them from leaving the planet. Because they were essentially like Kryptonian protectors. So Superman took the Eradicator from his, an adventure he had on Warworld to the Fortress of Solitude and it reactivates. and he thought it, w- it was dead. And um, it, basically what it tries to do, and this happens before death of Superman, is it tries to change his psychology psychology into a more uh, like formal kryptonian because that's all it knows. And Superman has to toss it into the sun before it tries to kill his dad, Jonathan. I didn't know any of that, but I
0: also didn't <laughs> yeah. read anything beforehand like that, so I yeah. That
1: part. And then uh, later on, um, the Fortress of Solitude robots actually uh, reactivate the Eradicator's consciousness to steal Superman's body. And that's how he gets put into the Generation Matrix and he can pose as him in Reign of Superman.
0: Okay, I don't think I got to that part, thing because I did not know that. And I read yeah. this. I guess I wasn't paying enough attention. <laughs> <laughs> Which tends to happen during, the re- during <laughs> research for this show, I'm noticing. <laughs> yeah,
1: Yeah, and that goes back to me saying, like, what we were saying before, that, like, there's just so much going on in here from, like, previous comic books that we couldn't, like go over all of it but i just i wanted to get him in there because he's basically the main reason superman comes back he also gets killed in
0: superman returns later too i'm pretty sure yes. it. Okay, so Yeah. okay yeah i
1: was reading that correctly do you want to talk about superman returns how what's going on in there yeah we'll just kind of break down with both because uh, reign of superman is essentially
0: he was saying you have you have all these characters coming out and they're stuff together. Cyborg Superman's like, I am the real Superman! Uh-huh. And has his DNA, and you have all that happening. And it's nothing super... Like I I, I read most of it, I didn't, unfortunately, get a chance to finish it all before this recording. But there's not a whole lot. But in Superman Return is where the, the story starts to more turn. And you start to really see what's happening.
1: Uh-huh. That's when you
0: find out that Cyborg Superman is not really... He, ain't, he definitely ain't no... Clark, he ain't Clark Kent, that's for sure. <laughs> you find that out because he, yeah, he kills he's a bad guy <laughs> he blows up a whole city Coast City is blown up because of Cyborg Superman gone <laughs> <laughs> and I, and and then also I thought it was also funny there's a part where it says that Cyborg Superman gives the President of the United States his like number or something to call him or somehow information to contact him
1: <laughs> his like hotline number
0: yeah <laughs> it's just weird I, I didn't I didn't finish Rain or
1: Returns. I didn't get around to it. <laughs> basically, and it kind of sucks, too, that Cyborg Superman, like, turns out to be, like, the one who's kind of behind the scenes trying to take over the Earth and, like, reconstruct it in his own image because he's able to, like, net... He's, he's basically, like, uh, what should we call it from Terminator, Skynet. Kinda, yeah. I like, mean, he's able to... Yeah, kinda. I mean, he can, like... He can take steal and, like, reshape it and, like, a liquid Terminator and he can essentially hack into things and, I mean, he's kind of like a Terminator <laughs> and he looks like one, too. Yeah, he does. But, yeah, but uh, basically that's what happens is he? he's the one who is the bad guy behind the scenes and he wants to basically transform the Earth into his own image. And it, And then this is where all the other Superman come together the ones that have been watching over Metropolis while Superman was gone recuperating. They all come together and try and stop him. And of course they're no match for him. Mm It is weird. Also
0: introduces another weird random DC character that is essentially looks like he's from a Marvel comic. They they introduce loose cannon. Look him up if you don't know what I'm talking about. He looks I mean he looks just like Beast. He's blue and everything. I'm like come on Mm -hmm. guys. Like you have to copy (laughs) Another thing, <laughs> after you just copy Gangbuster, now let's copy Beast too. Like, uh... Return didn't really do it for me. Rain and Return, I, I just wasn't as interested in. I, I really fell off on them. I just had a mm-hmm. hard time sticking with it. I mean, I, I feel like the only really key point was that, you know, Superman can't replace the real Superman, and Cyborg is working with the guy from War World. Oh, God, what's his name? Mongrel. Mongrel. And which Mm -hmm. you don't find it out until he blows up Coast City, and like, yeah, and then everyone joins together and they fight. I guess I, I didn't finish.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it gets really weird because like Superman still doesn't like he hasn't soaked up enough of the sun's rays or something, so he can't he can't really fly. He's more like the Hulk. He has to jump. (laughs) He has to use a laser gun instead of like brute strength. It's really goofy. And like (laughs) I'm, I like Return, but. I mean, when you think of return compared to death, death was way better. Oh yeah,
0: death is really good. Rain and return aren't that good. Like example, there's a there's a issue. One of the issues of the Superman returns, he's holding a freaking gun. Superman is. <laughs> I'm just yeah. looking at it right now <laughs> as, we're, as we're talking. I'm just like, well, why does Superman have guns? Like he has a gun in his hand, a gun on his back. I'm like, what the hell?
1: Yeah, because
0: <laughs> uh, he's not really ready to fight. Right. And that's when he gets the black mullet, or yeah, not the black mullet, but yeah, black hair. He gets the mullet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's essentially, (laughs) his hair only grows in mullet when he's recuperating. (laughs) Which is funny because he kept that mullet for a little while, too. He did. Yeah. And then Lois was like, Clark, it's going to (laughs) go. I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You look worse than Guy Gardner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. Nobody
0: can look worse <laughs> than Guy Carter in this. Just... Oh, that bowl cut is just freaking terrible.
1: And another uh, thing I... we
0: were talking about earlier, how they do weird shit with comics, is there's even a Green Lantern issue that continues part of the story in, in The Return of Superman. Uh-huh. Which is why, as a kid, I could never really follow up with comics because I wouldn't know where to go. I would miss things and be confused. And the only comics I really collected as a kid were the Sonic comics. I used to read a lot of Sonic, Sonic. <laughs> I love Knuckles.
1: That was that, that. was my favorite favorite things, favorite characters to read about. I've read a couple of them. They're good. Um, what's funny though is you mentioned that, and uh, they like now, like I, as far back as I can remember, it started with Civil War in Marvel comics, but it, it could it could have happened before then. But they would they would actually print out like. Okay, here's the list of every issue that has anything to do with this, and they would keep it near the register at a comic shop so you could be like, Oh, I need to get the new Avengers issue 27, that's how I'll know what's going on next, you know. Because I don't think they did that back in the day in the 90s, right? I don't know, well, they did, that. did they? They would, I mean, even in like a lot of old Marvel
0: comics, they would also put stuff in there where they would um, recognize like, oh, see this issue, and this is when this happened, and it would give you a number uh-huh. and everything. So, that wasn't something new. But, I mean, it still
1: did in the 90s. They've been doing that for years. It, it helped. Yeah. But, I awesome. mean, like, they would have an actual checklist because I know, like, in the 90s, at the end of an issue, it'd be like, continued in action comics, blah, blah, blah. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were always yeah. doing stuff
0: like that like, to try to keep yeah. you inter- you know, engaged with the books. I don't think trades are as big of a thing at this time, if I'm remembering correctly.
1: Maybe Uh, I'm wrong. They were. Um, I think the first trade was by, um, what's his name? I think it's called In God We Trust or something. Man, I can't remember his name. I used to own it, too. Okay. Never mind. It's not important.
0: (laughs) Oh, one thing we did forget to mention that does happen, I want to say in Reign of Superman, is they take Doomsday's body and they tie it to an asteroid and send it off in space. (laughs) <laughs> yes, <The> last <laughs> Kryptonian does because they killed him and, and Cadmus wants to keep his body and try to clone him essentially because that's what they do in this. And Ooh. Cadmus is also, if you're a follower of of cartoon, they were in the Young Justice cartoon because of, Super, you know, of Superboys and that and things.
1: Right, and they so have one of my favorite moments with the question. Yep, <laughs> you and the question,
0: but yeah. And then after, and the last trade that finishes up the series, which I I feel like is some point after everything happened. You know, a decent time after it's called Superman Doomsday, which is what I read first cause when I sent the picture to, to you of the cover. You're like, oh, yeah, read that one. I'm like, OK, and then I'm like, oh, Superman didn't die in this book
1: because I read. wrongest. Yeah. I totally got confused. And when it said Superman Doomsday, I was like, oh, that's it. It probably just collects death and funeral and return. And Michael, it just read all not. that. Yeah, it's it, it didn't.
0: <laughs> it's also my favorite of the, of the five trades. This was the one that I I read it in a day. I could not put this down. And what this is is this is Doomsday's off in space. Um, Cyborg Superman has been killed. I think been turned into a chip or something. Yeah, he's been turned into a small like chip or something riding on Doomsday somehow. I don't know. Ugh. I didn't read enough <laughs> because I didn't finish Return, so I don't know what happened to him. Other than it's a comic book, the villain didn't win. Imagine that. Right. <laughs> oh, but one thing before we get too deep in the doomsday, um, in the in the terrible Justice League movie with hen with Henry with live action movie, um, they Ooh. were trying to do the whole Superman returns story where he come back in the black suit with the mullet, he doesn't know who he is and stuff like that. But they they executed it so poorly.
1: Yeah, I I think my only favorite scene out of that whole movie is when the Flash is running by him and he Superman like slowly turns his eye to follow him. <laughs> yeah, because he's. That that was cool. That was the yeah. only cool part out
0: of that whole that movie. That movie, both. I mean, I, I didn't even see Justice League in theaters. I remember I was so excited for BVS, and then the reviews came out, and I'm like, what? I was still yeah. excited, and I was. I have not been let down in a movie that bad, and that was one of the worst. And I didn't even yeah. see Justice League. In theaters. I went and watched it on on DVD. Well,
1: it's but. it's actually really sad because when the that when Batman vs Superman came out. At my local record store, they were selling it for like four dollars. I think like within a month, it was just nobody wanted it.
0: <laughs> it's just it's pretty it didn't bad, good, which is yeah. too bad.
1: Oh, it is. and also,
0: when whenever Man Doomsday, one reason I really got into it is because I really like Dark Side, and in this in this in this book, Doomsday ends up on Apocalypse with Cyborg Superman, and I mm-hmm. just got. So excited because you see Darkseid fight Doomsday and get his ass just handed to him, which made me <laughs> smile.
1: Because um, I really and, like both these villains a lot. Yeah, and the, even in the fight, like it's not even a fight. He just he just has no chance whatsoever against Doomsday. Huh. He just tears through him.
0: Yeah, and then you have Cyborg Superman, which is looks like Superman. You know, it was a mullet also for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. I,
1: I didn't notice that till now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it was a mullet,
0: and and the funny thing about this is, I almost had the chance to read this because about. Four, three, let's say three to four years ago, when I used to collect comics all the time, I went to a half-price books, and my buddy bought these four trades called Hunter Prey, Book One, Book Two, Book Three, Book 4 for like a dollar at the half. And they didn't, they didn't care what they were. And I'm like, what is this? And he didn't say anything. He's like, you know, he just bought them. And I, looking back, I realized that was actually this this series broken down. I'm so bummed I didn't get it because I really yeah. enjoyed this. But he found them first, so he bought them. <laughs> Essentially, uh, is
1: well, I mean. there's still eBay, Mike. <laughs> I, I'm, good. I'm good. I read it. I'm good. But I also before before we get ahead. Sorry, I just want to correct myself earlier. It wasn't called "In God We Trust." It was a Will Eisner con- comic, the first graphic novel, or one of them. It was called "A Contract with God," and it came out in 1978. It's actually really good. Do you know who Will Will Eisner is, Mike? I know the Eisner Awards. So <laughs> he created it. he created the Spirit. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know yeah. i know it has a
0: movie that's not supposed to be that great oh it was awful that count? okay that's all i know about <laughs> yeah. spirit for Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think he's doing just fine um <laughs> but and in the superman doomsday book i mean one thing is you have superman actually rescue uh pop dark side which i thought was also kind of cool and he mm-hmm. asked to come save him. and then also you meet you meet you meet these guys earlier they're called the tribe i think it's called the tribunal with Wave Rider, which cracked me up because if you if you watch if you watch Legends of Tomorrow on the DC on the DC shows, <laughs> Wave Rider was the name of the ship, but it's also it was the name of a character in the '90s of DC Comics. <sighs> oh,
1: Wave I, Rider!
0: Yeah, it cracked me up. And that's also the Superman Doomsday co- uh, trade when they finally tell you how Doomsday came to life, and they're the ones that explained to you that it was actually uh, on Kryptonia on a. Kryptonia? Kryptonia? Whatever the hell? Krypton. What the hell am I saying? Krypton. Krypton. Yeah. Um, it was Kryptonian <laughs> who made Doomsday. And the way they made them is just so freaking depressing as you're reading through it. Is they had mm-hmm. a, they had a little baby and they put the baby out on this planet, and first it just dies from the atmosphere. And then it eventually starts to get used to the atmosphere and starts to be able to handle these terrible conditions because they keep taking a piece, a DNA of, of the dead baby and clone it again, clone it again. And they've been, and they do this like a hundred years. I think it is something ridiculously long
1: mm-hmm.
0: where all the people involved start dying off. Just so, I mean, and that's why doomsday is how he is because he kept, he was kept the memory. He kept everything that he from all these deaths and all this hatred of just constantly being murdered for hundreds right. of years, every single day or every single month until his body was able to become what, what is Doomsday.
1: Basically invulnerable to everything ever. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um Yeah, So, and then that's why, going back to death, that he knows that Superman's a Kryptonian and that he's going to be the one that's going to pose the biggest challenge to him on the whole entire planet.
0: Which is what it's interesting too and because you don't find that out so i don't know if they didn't write it till later on I'm like oh yeah let's put that in there
1: yeah building on the mythology yeah definitely
0: and, and it also isn't until superman doomsday when you find out that he got killed for the first time where he stayed dead for a while on one of the on another planet some energy magical being was able to kill doomsday and then they wrapped his ass in the green suit you first see him in with all these cables and they shoot him off in space because that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> And that's what leads to him eventually showing up on earth many many years later in DC in the DC comic world because it is supposed to be like you know millennia ago or something like that
1: because, because of course, if anything called Doomsday should land anywhere it would <laughs> always be earth <laughs>
0: Yeah. And there's also a funny I thought there's a cool scene where Darkseid and Superman kind of work together to beat cyborg Superman and Ooh. so I thought that was really cool. And then also and and this is also where that that figure I was talking about earlier, where I had I had a little comic that was from this that had a Superman wearing this this different suit, which is created by the Mother Box, which mm-hmm. is cool. He has like a gold arm and he's got weird stuff on him, and I'm like, what the hell is saying Superman? But it was I didn't know until <laughs> this it was from this comic, right? Which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, also, I this think it actually had all the toy. What? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a cool. What, would you... <laughs> it is cool. It's a
1: sad what story. You like,
0: Superman oh, and Doomsday yeah. is really well, the whole thing is really sad, especially the Doomsday thing. When you find out everything that happened to him, you understand why he's why he's trying to kill Superman because he's the last Kryptonian, and there's the ones that put him in this situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he gets more and more powerful too as they fight. Like in Superman in the in the in this last one, you know he's freaking able to start shooting out projectiles towards. He just keeps getting more and more powerful. Like there's uh-huh. even one point. Where he does like a supersonic thing to hurt him, and then his, and then bones grow over his ears to shut off his ears so he can't hear the sound. Like, I mean, they do right. a really good job in showing how he's the ultimate evolution type creature. And did you get to the yeah. point how they finally kill him? Oh, no, of? I didn't. Well, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, him and the Wave Rider, not the one in Legends of Tomorrow, take themselves and they put him at the end of time, essentially.
1: Wow, he just
0: doesn't exist anymore
1: wow and that's
0: <laughs> late uh
1: and we should mention also that Wave Rider is part of the Linear Men and the Linear Men are basically they make sure everything happens correctly through time so oh, I'm guessing that's how That's the
0: Tribunal. I was wrong I yeah the it Tribunal, tribunal.
1: That's, the Linear oh, that's Men Marvel. Tribunal is yeah
0: Marvel.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> the Living Tribunal right yeah in Marvel yeah yeah yeah, so that's that's what happens, I'm guessing, is they just, they use that guy from the Linear Men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was what thinking of. Yeah,
0: no, it's funny. <laughs> I mean, it, it was really, it was cool. And then also within this, they also show that Darkseid had met Doomsday many, many years earlier when Darkseid was supposed to get married to somebody on this planet. Doomsday had landed on this planet. Darkseid starts to fight him and somebody gets killed and then they just leave. They Just abandon the planet and say, Nope, we're good.
1: <laughs> we can't handle cool them. <laughs> I, I don't
0: know. I liked it because I just, I just, I've always liked Darkseid. He, to me, he's always one of those villains that just really stands out. Yeah. And then, and then during this, also had one of my favorite my, out of all the stuff we read for this episode, it had my favorite little couple issues where early on. Uh, Superman fights Brainiac in the beginning of this trade, or this of this, of this storyline, and mm-hmm. he beats Brainiac and he kills him or something, and, you know, Doomsday is dead, and all of a sudden, Doomsday comes back, which is part of, like, it's called the Doomsday War. The Doomsday Wars. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think, you didn't read any of this, did you?
1: No. I, I remember a poster where Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman are all holding swords or something, and they're surrounded by Doomsday's. Oh, that's I something else. That. That's way later. Okay. Okay.
0: This is um this is where he fights Brainiac. And what happened is Doomsday has been a, has been gone because he sent him the end of the time, so he ain't around anymore. And you have the real Justice League, Wonder Woman, Plastic Man. Why the fuck Plastic Man? I have no idea. <laughs> really, he's part Martian Manhunter, Kyle Kyle Regnor, the Green Lantern. Re- Rainer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kyle Rainer. Orion Flash. I think even Raven, maybe this is. I think this might be Raven, but you have what I consider more of the real Justice League. And it, what I thought is so funny is this: is that they're fighting Doomsday, and God, what is? It, no, it's not not Raven. It's the Huntress. Why the hell they have uh, the Huntress? I have no idea.
1: She did join the Justice League for a little bit, but yeah, Raven was Teen Titans. Okay, but
0: Huntress is like not not even superhuman, just a regular woman with a crossbow, right?
1: Yeah,
0: and this <laughs> She's and this essentially time, Batman light. Okay, <laughs> and this whole time when they're fighting Doomsday and getting their ass handed to him, Superman's not around. He's off taking a baby and having to get this baby, which is Lana Lang's baby, but he's not mm-hmm. with Lana Lang to somewhere some special hospital, and they're just getting their ass handed to him by Doomsday. <laughs> and Doomsday is talking, which if any when you read all these series, Doomsday doesn't talk. All he does is grunt and laugh and. Kill. you mm-hmm. find out that it's actually not Doomsday, it's Brainiac inside Doomsday's body,
1: which is crazy.
0: <laughs> which I, which is I really nuts. wanted you to read, but you didn't, you should still. And anyone who's listening to this, there, Google it online. I'm not gonna tell you how, but you can find all this or find the trade. These are definitely worth reading. I will not say yeah. it worth it, but these are, de- they're <laughs> find. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I just, and you know, and seeing the real just as we get their ass handed to them. It's just so good, and it was just such a really good story to read as he fights as he fights his Doomsday Brainiac, and they talked about other stuff that's going on, like the Parallax and things like that, and Green Lantern being not evil, but that's a whole different. That's another <laughs> story.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Again, I, comic books.
0: <laughs> yeah, My hell. I mean, in the in this Doomsday War thing that we're talking about in this very end of this, they freaking steal the baby, and Brainiac's trying to. Uh, make the baby his his future body or something like that.
1: Okay, he's kind of like uh, Vigo the Carpathian then from Ghostbusters 2?
0: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's just strange. Like, they, you know, it it's just strange. And it's really good, though. Like, Superman, you know, of course, saves the day and whatever. But I really enjoy it. Like, it. this was what really got me excited to talk, was I really want to talk about the Superman Doomsday, because I'd never even heard of it before.
1: Right. And I, yeah, and I regretfully—I really wish I had t- had time to finish that because uh, that sounds you sure, awesome. You still got time? <laughs> yeah, I'll, oh, I'm still gonna read it, definitely. Um, getting seeing the actual Justice League get their asses handed to them by Doomsday—that sounds amazing. The actual
0: <laughs> Justice League. We're not talking about freaking fire, ice, and a terrible-looking Guy Gardner. No, the real
1: Justice League. <laughs> Blue Beetle.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh man, it, it, yes. And then the whole justly comes together, they fight Doomsday, and with Superman they win well, you know normal comic stuff. Um, <laughs> but it was really it was really interesting. Like, this whole story, like all these are definitely worth reading if you get the chance to, and you're into comics. I mean us we pretty much broke it down and explained mm-hmm. almost everything of the of the series that you need that you'd want to know or need to know, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, we it has to be super condensed because this would be like oh, 10 yeah. hours long if we went through the whole thing.
0: We did do actually um, a pretty good job, except for Rain in return, but that's not necessary. Yeah, <laughs> they're, not,
1: they're not super special. But I, I will say, though, that for anyone interested, I, I guarantee that if you read um, Superman Doomsday or Death of Superman, if you need a starting point for comic books, I mean, that is 100% a good starting point because you get... That you get the what you think is the end of Superman and death of Superman, and then you also get the actual backstory and a nice continuation of Doomsday and Superman Doomsday, right, Mike?
0: Yeah, which I mean, you don't need to read. I mean, Rain and Return are interesting, but they're just—it's a lot of stuff that doesn't involve Superman himself, and it's—it's it's very strange and very back and forth and,
1: mm-hmm. and it, very 90s.
0: I didn't care for it. Like, I couldn't even get myself to finish reading it, unfortunately, and I was trying to for the show, and we kept we kept pushing back this episode, and I was trying, but I just couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but before we start getting to uh, bookshelf or long box, um, what I want to <laughs> say is I actually have gotten to meet the guy who's credited, as, who's the writer for this book, Death of Superman, uh, Dan Jurgis. I got to meet him before at a convention. A few times.
1: Which is awesome. Real is nice awful. guy,
0: by the way. I actually have a signed copy of the Death of Superman and First Experience of Doomsday in my long box right now. Thanks to him <laughs> and my wife. <laughs> she she went to convention and I couldn't go one time. and But I went later on and met him. But he real nice guy. And one thing funny is a, a buddy of mine, because the guy's actually from minnesota he's from the twin cities dan jurgens and mm-hmm. there, during the time in, in the 90 there was a newspaper that said a man killed superman on the, on the front page of the paper and a, a friend of mine that i know he actually had a couple copies of that newspaper and went and brought it to him had him sign it and this is in 2017 wow. 2018 the guy and the guy was just laughing said i have not seen one of these in a long time <laughs> so.
1: that is pretty cool
0: It was cool. I mean, he and he actually, if you do live in Twin Cities and you're listening to this, he's at uh, Spring Con and Fall Con almost every year. So, if you know what I'm talking about or Google, if you live in the area, he's a real nice guy to meet.
1: And send all your Superman comic books to Mike, like (laughs) I'm going to, and get them signed.
0: (laughs) It won't happen. But, uh, (laughs) Stefan, do you want to go first? And we'll just say the whole, we can, your trade, you want to break down each trade, you know, real quick, if you, where you're going to put each trade. Let's do that.
1: Okay. Uh, how, do you want to explain how it works so people know what the sure. end conclusion means? Sure. Go ahead.
0: Oh, first. Okay. For shelf, uh, bookshelf for long is the same as if you, if you probably listen to the regular show. The idea is shelf that's something you want to present, you want to read, or you're going to look at again, or mostly in case play. And long box, something that you want to keep, you're just going to store it away. You're not interested in looking at it again, essentially.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I would say for the shelf, there would be Death of Superman, uh, Funeral for a Friend, um, and Superman Doomsday. And then Longbox, it would definitely be Rain and Return of Superman.
0: I would say the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly the same. <laughs> I really enjoyed three of the five. I mean, this was also... For those that are still listening, I mean, this is something bonus that we had wanted to do for you guys to kind of something we're going to try to do each month now to do a different comic. It's mainly going to be one tray, not five as we did for this first one. Right. Um, <laughs> was, I think we even missed one, too. We missed World out I'm not sure. Who knows? But <laughs> I just read that. Just now. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's something that we want to keep doing for you guys. So and you can find other we do mainly do a video game podcast. So this is your first episode. This is not our normal type episode that we do on this show.
1: Yeah, and you can this find this all bonus content. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, you're good. Essentially, yeah, just bonus content. Something that we wanted to do to kind of to give people who might know about comics but aren't a hundred percent sure a little kind of brief idea of what's going on. It might grab your it might grab your ear to have you take a look and you know read one of these books, or at least give you have a basically the information of what is going on. It's something that happened almost 20 years ago, over back in the nineties.
1: <laughs> over twenty years ago. Right. And part of the reason why I asked if Mike would be willing to do this and you know, we'll probably get Stewart on as well at some point, but, um, or guests, but, uh, I'm actually working on a comic book right now that I'm hoping to get published by image comics. And I figured if I'm trying to break into the industry, I might as well before then support it. So, I mean, of course I buy (laughs) my monthly comics every month at my local comic shop, samurai comics, love you guys. And, uh, (laughs) I do, I love them so much. And, uh, also, you know, I mean, just support the industry. It is a billion-dollar industry, but that's, you know, it could grow bigger, and it should. So that's, right. you yeah.
0: <laughs> As I say in every week, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Please follow us on there. Um, our great intro came courtesy of Bowlby from the, his song Cool Kid Squad from the from the album, your EP, Bite the Bullet. Also, Mike Sony, <laughs> there'll be a link in the, for his YouTube channel in the show notes. There will not be a link anywhere to find these books in the show notes (laughs) um but i hope (laughs) you keep listening and everyone have a wonderful day everybody
1: keep reading comics bye